0: Good day, everyone. This is episode two of the Note Takers Podcast. I'm your host, Carlos Gilbert, and today we have a guest. Her name is Jade DeColeta. And with you, with me, and her, and the Holy Spirit, we're going to turn this world upside down. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks again for joining us today. We, I cannot believe it, are reaching the three-month mark here at No Takers, and it is just so wonderful. I'm just so thankful for all that God is doing, I mean, the testimonies that have poured in and the support that has come in, even monetarily. And now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment that you've all been waiting for. Notetakers has a special announcement to make. Notetakers now has a website. And the crowd goes wild. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is true. Uh, Because of your monetary support, I was able to purchase the web hosting for Notetakers. And so now you can go to www.notetakers.org and find everything Takers. We have all of our podcasts up there and something that's a little bit different that I decided that I'm going to call a vlog. It's a special page where I will be posting extra videos and writings up for those of you who might enjoy that sort of thing. But hey, so check it out. www.notetakers.org. Everything's gonna be on there for y'all to check out. It has all the links to the social media sites and even a link to resources. Now, when I talk on this podcast, there's different people or different things that I mentioned. And so uh, on that page will also be some more information on how you can get information of those things that I mentioned. So I believe it'll help you out and I think you'll love it, love it, love it. So make sure you share it, make sure you comment, and make sure you subscribe. Now, if you want to continue what we're doing here and you want to support us with your money, please go to www.gofundme.com forward slash notetakers again www.gofundme.com forward slash notetakers or now you can just go to the notetakers.org website and click on donate now and there you go and that would be a way that will take you directly to the link to where you can support us with your money so thanks again everybody for all the things that you've been saying about notetakers and sharing it with your friends i greatly appreciate it now let's get ready to get into our next segment I am so excited and stoked to introduce to you a great new friend of mine. Note takers, we'll be right back with our guest, Jay Dicaleda. Welcome back, Notetakers. We are excited because we got a special lady that is here with us today all the way from Texas. Her name is Jade DeColeta, and she is joining us today on the Notetakers podcast. Jade, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
1: Good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Now note takers, I have uh, shared some of her videos online and I am just so excited. I'm a little, not a little, but I'm a big fan of hers. Um, she's been posting videos online and they popped up on my feed one day. And her first video that I saw was Church, Go to the Graveyard. Now she does this thing called World Upside Down. And so we're going to get into it and have her explain a little bit more about that a little bit later. But when I saw this video, there was just something that sparked in me. There was something that came in my heart and just literally reached out to grab my heart. And, and just I was just captivated by the Holy Spirit that was speaking through her. you know and everything that she was talking about was just right on point with what the church needs to hear today jade again thank you so much for joining us now can you give us a little bit of history and tell us about yourself and uh, maybe how you came to know christ
1: you know as a little girl i grew up hearing a lot about god um because you know whenever i was a i think i was under two years old i got spinal meningitis and uh i fell into a coma and uh because of the coma and the fluid that was in my spine, it was pushing up into my brain. Um, They thought that I was going to go brain dead. And parts of my brain were already showing signs of of brain damage. And those were actually the parts of my brain that control your speech and uh, functionality, walking and moving and everything like that. So the doctors had a, you know, pretty grave uh, report from my parents and, just told him, you know, basically, she'll never walk again, and she'll never talk again. And it looks like it's getting worse. And um, my family called the church, the church came in, uh, laid hands on me and prayed. And after three days of being in that coma, uh, I woke up, I was talking, I was walking, Um, it was an absolute miracle. And um, in the hospital, you know, they called me the miracle baby. And so throughout my life, you know, I heard that story, you know, so i Heard of this amazing God who healed me and did all these amazing things. Uh, But I didn't really, you know, know him uh, until I would say I was 12 years old. And at 12 years old, I really had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. The fire of God, you know, hit my heart, touched me, revolutionized me as a 12-year-old. And I really, really began uh, walking out my life with Jesus Christ at that time, not realizing I had so much to learn you know, through yeah. the course of my life. But at 12 years old, just being a fireball, you know, just I want to live this life for Christ. And uh, so I would say really the journey began for me really knowing him to some capacity at 12 and then through the course of my life, realizing the deeper I go, you know, how on the surface I was, you know, and yeah. him just taking me deeper and deeper and deeper. So it's been quite a journey.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it. Wow. Wow. I, you know, no takers, you're listening to this and we never really had a chance to talk. So I don't know nothing about Jade. So I'm hearing this story for the first time and I'm just amazed. I'm just amazed. So as you were growing up, you said you came to know Christ about 12. And then, uh, so we're going to kind of fast forward into this. And so you started uh, these, doing these videos online. What what sparked that and and why, and and how did that come about? Uh,
1: You know, I think... One of the first videos I did was right before I left for Africa. Last year, I went to Africa for um, about two and a half months. And before I left, um, I was just like, I want to leave a word in America. You know, I was like, I'm going to go to Africa. I'm going to be gone. I don't know if I'm going to have any service or anything. So I was like, I want to leave a word in America. And I did a video called um, When Prostitutes Preach and Disciples Don't Believe. And it was just about how um, the first person that Jesus appears to after he resurrected was a prostitute and how she goes and tells the disciples, Jesus is alive. You know, she's a preacher. And when she tells them that the disciples don't believe. And it's just this crazy paradox of, you know, never getting caught up in, and thinking that, you know, you know, who's really in love with God and who's not based on title or position and, letting somebody's heart really reveal who they are and where they stand with God kind of thing. And so I, I wanted that video to um, to be here in America, able to be shared and spread while I wasn't here, uh, able to share the word like I was doing beforehand before I left. So that's where I actually started um, the the videos. And then when I came home, I realized that that video had really been shared and um, you know, looked at by thousands of people. Uh, so I just started doing more videos uh, just trying to show the struggles that we go through as humans and how uh, depression and anger and jealousy and all of these things are things we have to go through and overcome. Um, and that there's always hope for us to continue being true disciples, even in the midst of our humanity. So uh, that's kind of where it started and has progressed since then. And honestly, I'm just kind of learning as I go Um I make them as I feel led by the Holy spirit, you know, sometimes we'll be on a a drive and, uh, you know, we'll see something on the side of the road and say, right here, we got to pull over. I hear the Holy spirit. We've got to do a video on forgiveness or a video on the love of God or whatever. And we just go with it, you know? So um, I don't have any kind of perfect formula or, you know uh, anything like that. I just obey the Holy spirit with it. And it's actually become a, a real ministry in my life. And, I just believe in Jesus name that uh, social media can be used uh, to reach people and used for the glory of God, you know?
0: Yeah, and it's uh, definitely happening uh, with you, I believe. And uh, so, perfect segue for this. Now, um, in regards to, you know, you just as you feel led by the Holy Spirit, and part of the note-taker's whole thing is learning how to take note of what the Holy Spirit says, apply it to our life, and allow Him to bring us into a place of freedom. So, how, as you're going about these uh, times or these trips and, and you're, you know, about these videos, I mean, were you prompted by the Holy Ghost to do that?
1: You know... It's it's absolutely the Holy Spirit. I mean, even even the video of um, the one that I did before I left for Africa. I mean, I woke up out of my sleep and was just like, I have to do this. I have to leave something in America. But it was just this fire kind of in my belly, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I think for me, when the Holy Spirit speaks to me, it's it's not always this, um, you know, perfect, clear voice or this uh very, very clear sign, you know, that it's like, Oh, I know exactly to do this. It's almost sometimes this risk of faith of like, I have to believe that this is the Holy spirit and I'm going to go for it because if I don't go for it, I risk the chance of it, of missing his voice. So I'd rather go for it, you know? Yeah. And, um, I think for me, it's more this thing that I just can't, I can't get out. I can't shake it. You know, it just, if it keeps coming to me and it keeps weighing on my heart, it keeps, you know, punching me in the gut, so to speak. I I can't ignore it. And I, I just, I do it, you know, but sometimes, uh, you know, I'll have four ideas, you know, for videos that I feel like this is what I think that we need to do. And then we'll show up somewhere and the camera will start rolling and something completely different comes out of my mouth. That's not anything we planned or (laughs) anything that was on the list. and, and the Holy Spirit just takes over and and just uses me to share what he wants to share from that place at that time. So I think it's just this, this place of being completely open, you know, to the Holy Spirit and letting him lead and letting him fill the vessel and do what he wants to do and take control and be the, be the director, you know, and be the leader. And uh, me just kind of taking a back seat to him and letting him tell me what to do and what not to do. But, for the most part, whenever I do a a, a video or even a, a message and teaching and preaching uh, or anything that I do, it's usually just something that I just can't shake it. I, I just keep feeling it in my heart, feeling it in my gut. You know, you have to go to these people. You have to go to this nation. You have to go to this city. You know, you have to do uh, this message, you know, and I can't get it out. I, I know that I have to do it. You know, that's kind of how it is for me.
0: Yeah, and as you go about like you know your day, I mean let's if we go even go back further, because um, everybody you know when they start watching your videos they see you and uh, you know they're just like wow you know what what a word and and it, this girl got it all together which you know which is great but then let, let's talk about like a little bit behind the scenes I mean you got saved you said when you were twelve am I correct. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, all these things happen when you're, uh, you know, a young girl, uh, you know, you you got an awesome experience with the power of God at a young age, and all of a sudden, you're like a little fireball at the age of 12, and, uh, and rocking it. But then, uh, along, along the way, there are certain times where the Holy Spirit just really began to speak to you. Between then and and now, how um, how have you taken note throughout your life? You know, you kind of mentioned it, you know, a little bit now with your the way your videos were, is that punch in the gut. Um, and was it the same as you were like going through school and, and and going to work? Is that how you began to learn the voice of the Holy Spirit?
1: Yeah, just just obeying those um those moments where I feel that in my heart, and I feel that uh punch in the gut. I feel that that weight on my heart, and um. You know, learning to obey it and not question it and say, well, maybe, you know, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should. It's just like, I got, I'm going to go, I'm going to step into it. But I'm a major, major writer. I love journaling. I have journals for days. You know, when I die one day, there is a library. You know, there is a library, you know. And I think through the course of my life, I have really learned to. Honestly, take note. You know, actually write down the ways that God has spoken to me, and the ways that the Holy Spirit leads me. And going back and seeing, even as a teenager, and the different things that that He has shown me, um, and how He talked to me, and how He led me. And then learning, you know, just like you'd study anything else or learn anything else, learning kind of how the Holy Spirit has dealt with me and led me throughout the course of my life. And through that kind of learning you know, how our relationship works, because it's different with everybody. You know, it's it's yeah. it's different with each person, how he leads and how he talks and how your relationship is, you know, so it really is important to take note and see exactly how the Holy Spirit ministers to you and teaches you and shows you things. And, you know, through the course of my life, I have honestly um, journaled my experience, at, uh, probably daily, <laughs> wow.
0: you know. Yeah. Some people do it like on a monthly basis, you know, like they, uh, people do it differently, but yeah, on a daily basis. So, so good.
1: But, you know, um, about the video, um, church go to the graveyard. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that video came out of a place of, of, of personal experience, you know, of being, you know, cause I, you know, worked in church my whole life. I grew up in church. I love the church. You know, I'm still teaching and ministering in the church and, you know, all these different things. But that was a major shift in my life where I had to, you know, the the Holy Spirit stopped me and I had to really take note of what what was God wanting more than what was man wanting to do in the church. You know, and I was just, you know, I was just um, event after event thing after thing, service after service, you know, we have the order, boop, 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 you know, yeah. uh, I did the graphics, you know, as in multiple ministries and all these different things. And, um, but, but the Lord kind of pulling me aside and, and showing me, you know, Jade, in a lot of ways you have it really wrong. You're, you're working so hard for my kingdom. You have really overlooked the King. And that's a big problem.
0: Ooh. Can you say that again?
1: (laughs) You're working so hard for the kingdom, you know, and I was, you know, and I mean, he just point blank confronted me. You're working so hard for the kingdom. You've overlooked the king. And I remember going through a a season of repentance, you know, of like the Bible says, godly sorrow, you know, leads to repentance. That's good for you. Godly sorrow, you know, and I went through a season of godly sorrow of me realizing you know, I'm working and working and working for a God that I don't spend time with, you know, and I was just so confronted by the love of God. I mean, by his grace and love, he came to me and he talked to me as an affectionate father, you know, just saying, hey, Jade, you know, you've done a lot for me, but you haven't looked at me, you know,
2: Wow. and
1: I, I just found myself in my own tears, weeping and repenting. And out of that place, I'm able to make that video. And, and really a lot of videos you see, all of them, not a lot of them, every video you see comes from a place of personal experience in my relationship with God. There's nothing I teach that God has not had to reveal to me in a very real, real way. And uh, even a video I did about depression with David, you know, I, I ministered about that out of a place of, I've gone through that, you know, I've gone through that depression and calling out to God and realizing my humanity and, you know, everything like that. But this uh, church go to the graveyard was one of the biggest uh, moments in my life that I had to take note of what the Holy Spirit really wants out of me, out of the church and out of the bride he's coming back for. And it was very confrontational, but I, I have to say it's changed my, my life. And it has marked the ministry as I live it out now, which is world upside down, you know, doing things different to the world. And a lot of what we see in the church is the church doing things just like the world does them. And the kingdom of God's not like that, you know? Yeah, the yeah. The kingdom of God is in reverse. It's upside down. It's totally different. <laughs> sure it is. doesn't make Yeah, it doesn't make logical sense. Uh, but it makes sense in the kingdom. It makes faith sense, you know? And um, that, that video kind of encompasses one of the most incredible changes of my entire life um, and one of the biggest note-taking moments of my life wow. where I came out of a place of not realizing how religious and far I was from God while working so hard for Him <laughs> and came into a place of intimacy I never even knew you could have with God and out of that place of intimacy is really where I minister from and travel the world from and everything I do now comes from that place and oh it's just the most amazing thing in the world you know <laughs> and that's yeah. that's why I'm teaching and that's why I'm doing these videos you know it's like we we need this this truth of the fact that god desires relationship with us yeah not religion not works not performance, presentation, but intimate relationship, you know?
0: And that, that's so good. Um, man, there's so much I want to draw and pick from that. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> let, let me go back and uh, and let me ask you, like how uh, as the Holy Spirit and as you're learning the Holy Spirit, you know, you're taking notes like crazy and you're just learning the way He speaks to you. How did you begin to make that transition into actually applying it?
1: You know, yeah, um, I remember... Um, I was sitting on my bed with my Bible open and this was during that whole time of, of a season of repentance, a season of change. And um I was rereading the gospels, you know, because I'm like what is what does it really look like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, Let me see the the truth. What is it supposed to look like? so I'm just I mean, I'm just eating the word and eating the word and I I come across Matthew 2535 and 36. I'm sure I had heard it taught at some time in my life, but it did not register in my spirit. And I read it like fresh text, something I had never seen before. And it was where Jesus says, um, I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty. You gave me drink. I was naked and you gave me clothes. I was uh, homeless and you gave me a place to stay. I was a stranger. You took me in. And then later on, he goes to say, whatever you did to the least of these you've done to me. Whatever you haven't done to the least of these, you have not done to me. And I remember weeping and sobbing again and just repenting like, God, I have not lived this, even though I, I did do it here and there and God was gracious to lead me to still be good to people, but not the way that the gospel looks like, you know. Yeah. And so I remember reading about giving food to the hungry You know, and in my area, you know, over in Houston, you've got people all on the corners, you know, with their signs that say hungry and, you know, a lot of homeless. And um, I remember just sitting there on the bed and just saying, God, like, how can I do this? You know, I don't have the ability. I, I don't know how, how do I feed all these people? And on my bed was a bottle of water, a granola bar and a bag of chips. And I just remember God telling me, you take a bottle of water, a bag of chips and a granola bar to your brother. (laughs) And I went to the store, I bought a, a case of waters. I bought granola bars and I bought chips and I wrote individual cards that talked about the love of God. And I just stuffed a bunch of bags. I got in my car and I drove to Houston and I was handing them out my window. And it was just this really small beginning. I remember thinking, this is so foolish. You know, I, but I have to do it. I just have to take the step. If if I don't live it, I'm not living it. I've got to just go for it. But now, about two years later, two and a half years later, we have people doing this all over, from Houston to Dallas.
2: Wow. Where
1: they whole teams go out with with the bags, the 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 model that God gave me under the bridges in in Houston and under the bridges in Dallas, and are handing them out to the homeless every week. From that first moment of me just saying, okay, God, I got water, a bag of chips and a granola and me feeling like a fool for it, you know, Mm -hmm. but just going for it. And over the course of time, my friends started doing it and then their ministries started doing and other ministries and we're reaching our cities, you know, with, with this concept. And, um, yeah, I think it's just one of those things where you, you read it in the scripture and you do it. You know, I mean, it sounds, it sounds so simple.
0: Wait a second. Wait, what what do you do?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, I mean, seriously, I I started just reading where he said, you know, bless your enemies. So I started taking like anonymous gifts to people that I knew didn't like me or I had had (laughs) troubles with and I drop them off at their house and, and, and leave, you know, and where it said, pray for those who persecute you. And I started taking names of people who made fun of me or whatever. And I just started praying for them. And I was like, this is the gospel. It's simple. It's, it's simple, you know? And, and I started praying for people that I'd had held grudges against, you know, father, help me forgive them. You know, it's so clear you're telling me to forgive. And, and whatever I saw Jesus say in red, you know, these things that we need to do, I just started going for it, praying for sick people that you see. Um, I think that's the thing is sometimes we really overcomplicate it and we'll have classes and classes with 10 steps on how to live the gospel, you know? <laughs> and I, I think it's, it's one step, you know, right, just right. do it, you know? <laughs> right.
0: Right. Now that's, that's, oh man, that's amazing. It's so good. I think, and I, I love how you talked about it because the, the whole aspect of you, you know, starting with you journaling and then, you know, the Holy Spirit speaking to you and then just like, you know, understanding that people you know it, it, there's something that overcomes in you that where you just have to do it it just happens and it just kind of overtakes you that's one of the ways that like, the holy spirit speaks to you and then you just apply begin to apply it by doing what he says to do so whether it be taking the word of god and like you said and reading it and doing it but then on top of that um as you started talking about of how it lended out to actually uh coming to freedom for you, uh, you know, you actually going out and like praying for your enemies, right, or talking yeah. about giving gifts and dropping them off at their doorsteps and, you know, and say, hey, <laughs> I'm just going to bless my my enemies, you know, those who want to make fun of me, especially on social media, I'm sure there's always a lot of yeah, people, yeah. you know, they want to be haters, they want to be, uh, Absolutely. S- you know, say certain things, or, your doctrine's all wrong, your theology's all wrong, and, you know, Absolutely. we get that, and we got to have excellence, and, and we have to take, you know, pride in the Word and whatnot, but the whole thing is that, the, the aspect of how we respond to all of that and how we have the freedom to do that if you continue to have the freedom to do what you do as a result of you know taking note of what the Holy Spirit is saying and applying it to your life and allowing him to just walk you into this place where you have freedom to do what he's called you to do yeah and uh, I think that's so important now T- tell us a little, a little bit more about um, the uh, the world upside down
1: uh, it's just kind of a, uh, a catchphrase that I use for everything that we do um, because in the book of Acts, you know, it talks about these disciples who uh, have come into the, you know, a new town and are preaching the gospel and healing the sick. And uh, the religious leaders say, you know, these are those that are turning the world upside down. And now they've come to our city. And um, that just like, at, at the same season that I told you, I just started eating the word like crazy. I, you know, read through the book of Acts. And I read that scripture and I thought, man, I want to be somebody who they say she's the one who's turning the world upside down. And now she's in my city, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, we just started using that for for everything. I want it to catch on. You know, I don't want it to be mine. I don't want it to be, you know, Jade's ministry. And I don't care about any of that. You know, <laughs> I, I just want it to be, you know, everybody can use the hashtag, say it, let it mark your life, let it brand you. It's just something that so stood out to me in the word of God that, um, you know, I just started using it for hashtags and uh, T-shirts. And, you know, we just made all kind of different stuff to encourage ourselves to remember, you know, the kingdom we're living for doesn't look like this one. And so if what you're doing doesn't seem to make sense, you know, like forgiving your enemies or giving gifts to your enemies, you know, You have to remind yourself, well, I'm not of this kingdom. You know, the one that I'm in is upside down. So, you know, I I do things a little bit differently. It's kind of just a way to remind yourself that um, living this radical life is is the right way, you know?
0: Yeah. And uh, I pray that you note takers out there really take a a listen to that and uh, really begin to look at that. I know I did a podcast and we were looking at the the story about uh, Lazarus when he was raised from the dead. The Pharisees, they came around. And they're like, look, the whole world has gone after him, you know, like the whole world has gone after him. Like, you know, this is how we have to live our life is someone who is just, you know, with, with reckless abandonment, that is just, I'm willing to give it all to God, you know, and, and for you and just how things have begun to happen, you know, and how things have rolled out now, you know, you've, you've had this uh, story where, you know, God's done all these things in your life. And, you know, you've talked about a little bit, how you've, you know, how you've had to um, learn along the way, uh, just, and, and how he's taught you. Do you have any advice for someone um, who is out there today? They're listening and they're like, you know, well, I don't take notes or, you know, I don't know if the Holy Spirit speaks to me. Um, What would be your your first bit of advice?
1: Well, I I think anytime anybody asks me for any advice on anything, the first thing I say is pray, (laughs) you know, by yourself in an intimate place, nobody's there you know however you show surrender to god and humility before god on your knees on your face whatever and tell god i want to hear your spirit i want to be led by you you know god doesn't reject that and his sons and daughters there's no way you know there's prayers like that are the prayers that get answered you know i truly you know i truly want to be led by you father So I ask in Jesus name that you open the eyes of my spirit that I can see when you are speaking to me. You know, I went through a season where, you know, I was just like, man, God's just not speaking to me. And I do believe there are seasons that you go through where the teacher is silent when you take your exam. You know, I believe in that. Mm -hmm. But I also believe God is always speaking in little whispers. And, you know, he's just amazing. But I went through that time of just saying, man, I can't hear God. I don't understand. And while I was, I was like out on a walk and I was feeling that way. And I saw a little caterpillar walk across my right in front of my feet, you know, and I just stopped and I looked at this caterpillar and I'm like, you know, that's interesting. And I just pass it and keep walking. And as soon as I step over the caterpillar and keep walking, a butterfly flies by, you know, and I instantly hear the Holy Spirit say, you know you just saw your life, (laughs) you know, you just saw exactly what I'm doing in your life. I'm I'm taking this worm. I'm, I'm taking this thing that's crawling on the ground and is low. And I'm making it this beautiful thing that flies high and freedom. And, you know, and I'm just like, Whoa, you know, and it was just this place of God showing me, I am always speaking to you. I am always with you, but you've got to, you know, you've got to open your eyes. So I think I would I would just tell anybody, first of all, go to God in, in prayer intimately and ask him, you know, Heavenly Father, open my eyes and my spirit, open the eyes of my heart and let me see where you are speaking to me. And I would tell him, you know what, after you ask that prayer, carry a pen and a piece of paper in your pocket, ready, you know, to write it down because it's absolutely going to happen because those are the prayers God answers if we really want to hear what he has to say you know
0: that's so very very important you know just being able to jot something down. You know, like in the, in the nighttime, I always sleep with like something beside me because I know sometimes God speaks to me uh, in the middle of the night. Sometimes I can't, I can't even go to sleep because he's just like talking and I'm like, I can sit there and I can hear and hear and hear. And then like, I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. I'll remember that in the morning. I'll remember it in the morning. And you know, it never fails. I never remember it in the morning. No and... one does. <laughs> so None I... of us do. <laughs> right. And so I've I really taken, you know, the I've had to uh, just, you know, I don't even care if it's my phone uh you know i'll just like turn over and like just start typing away until i get it all out and once i'm done then i can finally go to sleep and uh amazingly um i wake up with enough strength for the day uh so i'm, I'm yeah it's just you know, whatever you can however you can you just begin to take note and um yes yeah, so good now you also talked about that how you've uh, worked like uh, or you work in church and and what advice would you have even for leaders who are in the church
1: you know i think that the biggest thing is to first have them be honest with themselves. Like this moment that, that David has in Psalms where he says, examine my heart. Oh God. You know, that's a crazy, crazy prayer. Examine my heart. God, tell me if there's any evil in me, let me know, you know? And I think that we all have to come to that place, especially as leaders. Um, leaders of, of the gospel, of the word of God, to come to a place where we just say, you know, am I really a prayerful person? Do I really consult God with my choices or am I the God of my own life? And I found, you know, I'm hustling for the kingdom. I was traveling out to other nations for the gospel. And when God confronted me, he said, you know, you really live your life like you're your own God, you know? You choose when you wake up, and you choose when you go to bed, and you choose what you eat, and you choose where you go, and you choose your friends, and that makes you your own God, you know? But if I'm God, I choose your friends. I choose when you wake up. I choose when you go to bed. I choose where you go and when. I lead you, Wow. you know? And so I would just say to church leaders, you know, be honest with yourself and ask yourself, Am I the God of my life or is God the God of my life? And, you know, being able to answer that honestly, then go to this place of, you know, total surrender in prayer. You know, I mean, my solution to everything is prayer, 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 prayer. You know, we work so hard for success in our ministries. We work so hard for numbers and uh, how many people were in service, how many came to the event what's you know and and all these things and we just totally totally leave out god you know
2: mm-hmm. and um
1: i would just encourage any leader of anything you know but especially in the church get on your knees by yourself close the door and face god and ask him examine my heart work with me deal with me make me fruitful make me real Make me who you want me to be, you know, and out of that place, um, I think so many real kingdom things and so much fruit can really come, you know, but it's a matter of, of just really being honest about, are you in a real relationship with God, an intimate one? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And uh, that is so key in regards to that. I mean, personally, just as someone who, you know, is, is not working in the church, but then also for those who are working in the church, I mean, those these are just key points. You know, as she mentioned, you guys, you know, prayer, prayer, prayer is something that you need to jump into. You need to get into it. You need to get along with God. You need to hear from Him. You need to take note of what He's saying and apply what He says to your life so that you can be brought into a place of freedom. Jade is uh, being able to go all around the world, but it's in that freedom that she has experienced. It's in the freedom of her spending that time alone alone with God, being in that intimate place, and so she can know what He is saying. And then as a result, we see these videos where she is actually speaking what the Holy Spirit has spoken to her, and she's taking note of those things, and she's being able to share it with you, and that's how the Holy Spirit speaks to us in a mighty, mighty way. Jade, I want to say thank you for just coming on to this show. I want to just... Again, uh, would love to have you on. I think there's so many points that I would love to like sit back and like talk with you on. <laughs> uh, yeah, but,
1: absolutely. Whenever. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, and uh, so, if you could please let us know, because I want other people to just uh, t- uh, catch on to what you're saying and what God is speaking through you. I really appreciate your ministry. I really appreciate what God's speaking through you, and am glad that you're you know sharing it with us. So, um, how can they connect with you? It'd Be on like social media uh, or websites or anything like that.
1: Uh, I am on uh, every social media, I think, and I'm on (laughs) YouTube. My videos are also on YouTube. And if you just type in my name to any of the search bars, um, my channel, my uh, social media handle, all of that will come up. And it's Jade, D-E space, K-E-L-A-I-T-A. If they type that in to any search bar, uh, you know, information will come up for me. So...
0: All right. Thanks a lot, Jade. Again, we appreciate you. No takers. Make sure you take a look at it uh, and and watch some of her stuff. But then again, I think uh, Jade would uh, second me in this. Take some time to get along with the Holy Spirit and pray. Allow him to speak into your life. Jade, again, thank you so much for joining us on the show today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And there you go, note takers. We have another note taker that has graced our show. And that means that we can also be a note taker. So I want you to take this moment today and just say, God, I'm going to be a note taker. I'm going to take note of what you're telling me. I'm going to apply it to my life. And I'm going to allow you to bring me into a place of freedom. And I love that because people think it's freedom. I'm a freedom from my addiction. And yes, you know, that is all true. But look at this. This girl, who we've just interviewed, has had moments in her life where she has had to be alone with God and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to her. She took note of what he was saying, and as a result of that, it has brought her freedom so that she can do the ministry of the Lord. And that is what we are called to do. We are in Christ. And so all those things that would want to hinder us are done. That They can no longer hinder us anymore. So we can move forward and we can press on and we can say, you know what? I don't care what the devil is going to try to do. I'm going to step forward. I'm going to take note. I'm going to apply what God is saying in my life. And he's going to allow the doors to open so that I can do without chains, without bonds, what he has called me to do you see for two years everybody i was chained and bound by fear but not anymore and you can do the same father we love you we thank you again for this wonderful day note takers take note what the holy spirit is saying apply it to your life and allow him to bring you into the place of freedom until next time we'll see you later